0: The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global.
1: Welcome back to Plant Profits. Thank you all for joining us here on Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global People Solutions. I'm your host, I'm Vern Davis, and I'm really, really looking forward to this day. We're gonna sit down and have a, a really cool conversation uh, with our guest. Our next guest is Shanita Penny, a Budding Solutions CEO and founder of Budding uh, Solutions. And Shanita is here with us today, and I tell you, Shanita, I am so happy to have you here, but I am tired just uh, really l- l- uh, reading all about the things that you're doing, you're involved in, and I'm looking <laughs> forward to hearing about it, but man, you're busy, you're everywhere. What's going on? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm excited to
2: be here as well. I uh, There are all kinds of things going on. As you know, um Every day it's a it's a, a juggling act, right? You've got yeah. the the policy piece, you've got the regulatory piece if you're if you're operational. Um yeah. and and then of course you've got your, your business operations and your advocacy and you know, whatever else you happen to like to do in life, you know, sleeping <laughs> oh spending time God. with your family. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I'm 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 doing all the things uh, that are necessary uh, to create a, a an industry that is both responsible, um, but also fully you know optimizing the opportunity that this presents, um, especially from an economic standpoint.
1: Oh, that's great. Our guest is don't be modest, Anita here today is internationally recognized management consultant with over a decade of experience and. Uh, dealing with Fortune 500 companies and solving complex issues, creating opportunities for them, and she's taking all those skills and experiences and putting it to something. I bet you're very passionate about everything you're touching right now, Shanita. Am I right? Oh my gosh, absolutely. No, that's good. I I could uh, I could tell. Tell tell me how you got to this cannabis space. I I really want to want to hear what we're going to find today is that you and I have a lot in common I guarantee you. okay <laughs> okay so take me through this journey how do you get to the cannabis doing all what you were doing and and how you got to this this spot and we're going to dive into that
2: okay so i'm going to i'm going to give you the really quick like how i got <laughs> to the cannabis industry as we know it um uh, my relationship with the plant actually started um Way too young now that I'm a responsible adult, but seriously, um, my, my <laughs> freshman year in high school, and okay. so you know that's a, a time in your life. Uh, you know your your peers are experimenting with a lot of things, and so I found cannabis, and it was good to me, and and I've I've never you know I've never looked back, right? Okay. Uh, but fast forward, um, you know past high school and, and college now into my career. And, you know, this thing that I, uh, use and, you know, some people will say that it's, you know, medical, some people will say that it's, you know, recreational. Um, I don't believe there is a, a, a recreational use of this plant. It's, it's all medical, right? It's all Mm -hmm. medicinal, or wellness. And so, you know, I got really excited about what I was learning about cannabis. And it was just because, you know, it was something that I was consuming. Um, and as I got more conscious about everything that I was consuming in my life, cannabis was also becoming an industry. And when I when I first uh, started exploring opportunities in 2013, um, I was a little nervous. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. quite Uh, ready to step out of my comfort zone, which was at that point, um, you know, corporate um, consulting uh, in the supply chain field. But I really understood uh, cannabis as a business and and the fact that it was, you know, um, going to at some point in the future be treated as a commodity. And so I had all of this supply chain experience, but I wasn't quite ready to jump out there Uh, But I was uh, running a a consulting business and I was, you know, doing, you know, great work, but it was very comfortable. And then in 2015, Maryland actually uh, finally implemented a law that had been on the books for a couple of years at that point um, related to a medical program Um, when it was first passed. Uh, they were leaving it up to the universities to to be mm-hmm. responsible for cultivation. Um, the universities didn't want to touch it, and so then they uh, threw it out there for private uh, businesses to apply for licenses. Well, that was how I got into the cannabis industry, and wow. that opened my eyes to all of the things that <laughs> I now spend my time Absolutely. Uh, working
1: on. Absolutely, you know? yeah, I do, I do. Now, so you started earlier than I did in your your relationship with cannabis. My my relationship started more as I was a freshman in college, and uh, okay, so that that's <laughs> when that relationship started. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I really um, I- enjoyed it, and then I took like a twenty year hiatus and came back wow. to it. Yeah, so that that is. Um, that's that's very very interesting and I, I i know those those uh those aks down in north carolina and t did not do that so i understand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was very quiet you know at that point i mean for for most of my life you didn't know you know i you know consumed unless you were also consuming right i had a very mm-hmm. close little circle Um, So even to step out uh, in terms of advocating for um, legalization and and all of the things, um, it it was, it was a lot to consider, but it was so necessary. And, you know, I've definitely had some tough conversations with people who didn't understand. Um, And I think that, that we are evolving as a, as a community, and 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 ultimately, you know, public opinion and and all of the polling, you know, this thing is becoming more and more popular amongst, uh, you know, the general public. But we have a long way to go within, within our
1: community. Yeah, we do, we do, and and I want to talk about some of that. So I, I look, I took a look at budding solutions, and I want you to talk. Uh, talk about it. Uh, and I, I think it's awesome uh, what you guys are doing at Budding Solutions. And it's it's kind of parallel. The more you learn about Protus Global People Solutions, what my business is, that you, you'll see that we have some, some real shared opportunities here. And um, so t- tell us how you engage Budding Solutions, what it's all about, and the why of it.
2: So, you know, budding solutions was really, you know, for me just a reflection of what I offered the industry from the very first networking event and and conferences that I attended um, as I was, you know, really building out my 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 clientele. Uh, it was really about the work I had done in other spaces and in other industries that we could apply to um, cannabis and, and not reinvent the wheel. Right. We have so many things that we can't control as it relates to this business. Um and so where we can come in and start, um, at least from an operations perspective, um in an ideal place, uh it's it, it's just so much more uh conducive to actually sustaining, right, while we're still on this very crazy roller coaster ride. Um sure. and then, you know, potentially uh, uh, growing and you know having the the success story of building
1: a successful cannabis business. So I I have an idea, right? And um, I want to uh, uh, go down this road a little bit uh, about about cannabis or starting a cannabis business. How do I engage you? And and how do I know about you? And what are you going to do for
2: me? Well, you know, if you're talking about a a plant touching business in a legal mm-hmm. state then you know it's everything from understanding what the uh licensing process uh entails, uh engaging um, well well building and engaging the appropriate team for that endeavor. Uh, if we're talking about uh something in the ancillary, it can be anything from, you know, business plan development, um, if we're talking about a business that we're transitioning to support the cannabis industry is you know really understanding you know where you where you fit in, who you uh, you know need to be uh, in support of and 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 working with. Um, so everything from you know operations to advocacy, um, you know, I've done quite a bit of of government relations because it's it's so necessary. Okay. Um, on the local level, state level, and my, you know, real passion is is the work on the federal level because I do, uh, in my heart of hearts believe that without federal legalization, so much of the work that we're doing on the state and local level, it it it, it, it isn't for naught. But it we've done enough of the state experiments. Sure. That we now need to leverage that and 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 you know put the umbrella guidelines in
1: place from a from a federal perspective. I want to go back into that, but let's take a break first, and then let's come back to that and dig into that a little bit because I think that'll really uh, tie into some of the other many things that you're uh, definitely involved in. Look, we're going to take a break and we'll get back to that, Shanita. We'll continue our discussion, which you need a penny of uh, budding solutions and many, many other things on the other side of this break. Thank you.
0: Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages.
3: Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company.
0: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots.
1: (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it?
0: Not that kind of pot. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of Plant Profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back. This is Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global, a People solutions business. I'm here having fun with Shanita Penny, founder and CEO of Budding Solutions. And before we took our break, Shanita, you were talking about uh, uh, the importance of getting the federal uh, regulations and getting federal approval, et cetera. And I, I, w- I want to dive into that because, you know, I, I'm in the, the cannabis space and in, in, in my business at produce global people solutions. And I've, like you observed state by state approval uh, of, uh, of cannabis. And, you know, there's still so many problems because companies are multi-state operators msos and and they have some challenges and everything is different every municipality is different there's just so so much going on so tell me again and 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 dive in a little bit about what your thoughts are on the federal piece and how that's going to facilitate a change in the cannabis
2: well the most important uh Mm -hmm. federal piece at this point is uh banking you know um descheduling cannabis will allow us to address banking it will allow the banking um and federal infrastructure to support uh social equity and criminal justice reform all of the things that you know we're we're advocating for and so at this point it's great that we're making progress and we're passing you know cannabis legislation that has equity language but without the proper infrastructure, uh, resources, is, and, you know, of course, the first thing that comes to mind for people is is banking, access to, okay. you know, institutional lending. Then, you know, we, we, we can't do uh, much else. And so, you know, while there's this fear of big cannabis running off with the industry uh, once you free up banking, the reality is that there is a commitment from, our large cannabis operators, larger companies that, out of other industries that are coming coming into the space, have a lot of this programming in place uh, from an op from an ownership perspective. Though I think that is something that we have to legislate for, and so mm-hmm. right now, while we are uh, p- including it and considering it in some ways. We aren't protecting the uh, folks that this is intended to benefit. Um, that without banking, this has been, um, you know, a playground for predatory partnering and lending. Okay. Without oversight, this has been an opportunity for uh, cannabis companies to commit to and promise, make a lot of promises to communities. Um, at both the local and state level and not have to deliver on them because there is no mechanism in place to hold them accountable. Uh, And so I, I, you know, work really hard to, you know, first and foremost, help people understand that descheduling is the fundamental, um, you know, work that has to be done uh, in order to create equitable legislation uh, that creates a, a responsible
1: industry that's sustainable. Okay. Yeah, that, it's it's a problem, but really, what do you think? I mean, how close is that? Is that a dream or is that a reality that's going to actually happen here?
2: Well, it's something that is more of a priority for legislators. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, we've seen uh, legislation that does not include the very specific um descheduling language and sure. in that you you know have this you know decriminalization and then you have the you know what was for a long time uh, a significant effort to reschedule this you know oh well schedule 1 is 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 bad, but maybe there's another place on the schedule for it. No, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm happy to see the focus shifted uh, to descheduling, removing it completely. You know, the medical yeah. uh, benefit, the medical use has been proven. Um, the United States, you know, has a patent on that, and so you know, just from a, a let's not be contradictory, <laughs> and that's being nice, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, uh, that is. one's
2: happening? that that you know we we should we have to start there and so we we did we deschedule and we start to address all of the uh infrastructure issues that um and regulatory I- issues that need to be um at some point um at least streamlined from the federal level um then do what's necessary uh and then of course a lot of this should uh, remain in the hands of the local uh, sure. municipalities, as they are closest to the
0: people.
1: Yeah, no, that that is that is true. And and let's get to it, though. I mean, you're you're really your efforts and what you're so busy doing, and it's, it's such great work. You're reeling really with uh, a segment of the population. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the folks that you think are or not benefiting as much as they should be, and some of those promises are being unkept, too. Let's talk about that a little bit. Definitely. Yeah.
2: You know, the as, as legalization is taking place, the thought has not um, been focused on or, or centered around uh, the people most impacted, the communities most mm-hmm. impacted by the war on drugs. And and we know that was an intentional effort. Uh, We know the effects. We have uh, data and Mm -hmm. are not, you know, coming from a place of, well, you know, we believe this happened. No, we have data that shows, you know, the arrests records or the, the arrest data on communities Mm -hmm. that were over-policed. We, we know, um, you know, the, the, there's a lack of access to educational resources, health and wellness, um, healthy food, all of the things that are, um, needed for a community to be, uh, both empowered Mm
1: -hmm. and,
2: um, you know, thrive, right. And, and to create generational wealth, um, and, and, at the end of the day, uh, this you know, multi-billion dollar industry uh, owes a lot to individuals and communities that were affected. And when you create these markets and you, first of all, you legalize in a way that doesn't, you know, at least address and try to reconcile the past. Uh, yeah. and, and then you just take this money and um, spend it in, you know, whatever way. It's great that Colorado talks about. You know the billion dollars in tax revenue, but what we have to remember is that you know spending you know millions of dollars on a on a on a rec center
1: <laughs> without right yeah. without
2: I mean, we've it, seen just, that, Shanita. Like, we have
1: we've we've seen that now, and and you know I I see the same thing you see. Here's a this we have this real opportunity now for uh for folks to to capture some of the opportunity in the in the business and i think the the regulations as you spoke to here uh, early on in this conversation really really important but there's a lot of education of how you do it and the know-how yeah. to get involved and and now this and and as i look at fourth movement which you're involved in i think it plays a major role in that am i correct Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. When I said earlier that I was excited to talk about, you know, what I'm doing now, it is, it is, it is the culmination of everything that I have been working on over the last, you know, several years. That's right. It's it's putting all of this experience into action it's living the dream, right? And, 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 and being able to actually, those experiences didn't all feel good, but it was a training ground. And it was me breaking down walls and, and making sure that if I had a seat at the table, that I brought all of these voices with me. And that well, I was thoughtful.
1: <laughs> you are doing and And,
2: and, and, and fourth movement, you know, I, I, it's, it's a funny story of how I got here. You know, it was really in that advocacy space. It was me wearing the hat. Um, as the past president of MCBA, I did quite a bit of of, of speaking, um, of, of leading the organization as it related to advocacy, uh, and then of course building the business and and that network of, of of owners and and folks that were going to, you know, make it possible to not only get into business but then build up a business network. Well, you know, part of building that ecosystem. Is acquiring licenses and and being a part of uh, the industry in in that plant touching way, and yeah. uh, you know it's it, it's very difficult. You know, uh, there were times and you know, budding solutions uh, afforded me the opportunity to work with very well funded, politically connected, su- successful and sophisticated you know entrepreneurs and and and, and business um, operators. But, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. Um, And some of the lessons.
1: (laughs) No, no, you're 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 so right about that. And and I'm so I'm so really, really pleased to see you so involved and you're bringing people with you and and the uh, budding solutions, fourth movement. And and you mentioned something. That we're going to take a break here, but you mentioned something that uh, I really want to talk about because I think it's important and it really kind of, it, it really kind of brings it all full circle about who you are and what you're all about, and that's the MCBA, and we want to get into oh. the MCBA, okay? Because I think that is that is critical, and 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 also I'm kind of wondering why you haven't called me to be a part of that. So we'll we'll get into that. Uh, a Let's bit. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, but we're going to take a break first. Okay, we'll continue our discussions with Shanita Penny of Budding Solutions. And as you can tell many other things, she is a busy woman. On the other side of the break, we'll get into MCBA and tell you all about what that is. But uh, this is Vern Davis, your host of uh, Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global People Solutions. Thank you.
0: Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages.
1: Duck Rob
3: cancer is preventable
1: the concierge for better living with doc rob only on cannabisradio.com
3: elevate your everyday with that shuggis feeling with the sweet taste of shuggis add a cup of shuggis to your morning coffee ah how sweet it is shuggis infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at shoogie or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. Candid, captivating, compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina.
0: Welcome got to again. Cannabis Conf.
3: Oh, you got me again.
2: All right.
0: I got you, again.
3: you got me again. Welcome to Cannabis okay. Confidential.
2: Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Hey, Welcome.
3: I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know the one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential.
0: The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back. It's Vern Davis of Plant Profits, uh, powered here by Protus Global People Solutions. We're having a really terrific conversation today with Shanita Penny, the founder and CEO of Budding Solutions, and many other things. Uh, she is very involved in a really cool way in the cannabis community, and one of the cool ways is we were just starting to to really get into uh, was the was the Minority Cannabis Business Association. I really the MCBA. I really want to want to uh, dive into this with you uh, a little bit and 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 get a flavor of what you're doing there and how that brings all this together. So talk to us a little bit about this. Shanita, I really want to hear about it. Thank you.
2: So, MCBA was the perfect place for me to uh, connect with other people who were working in the industry, um, and then also advocating specifically for uh, the the individuals and communities impacted by the war on drugs. And mm-hmm. you know, from city to city across this country, um, you know, I know I know those communities. And so it was a pleasure to to serve um, in the you know leadership uh, for the MCBA for, you know years. Um, from the time it was launched for membership until uh, last year, um, my my second term as as president of the MCBA was really a successful year. Um, MCBA was instrumental in you know, publishing model policy that local municipalities use to implement social equity programs um and then i also have the opportunity to testify before congress um uh, yeah yeah small business committee um Mm -hmm. as it relates to cannabis legalization and that was the that for me was the the uh curve and and i was coming to that turning point in in my career right um early. And I mean, you know, cannabis, the the cannabis industry is like, you know, dog years. So these, you know, last (laughs) seven years, so many more. But when uh, the small business legislation related to cannabis was introduced, it included. um, Mm -hmm. Several months later, uh, in, in September, we saw the uh, introduction and um, the the success of of the banking bill right in the Mm -hmm. house and so to now be able to leverage uh, my role with fourth movement as it relates to you know shoot we've got at this point um, 13 licenses uh, for dispensaries in LA you know to have at this point um, that many social equity success stories, you know, that we are working, we are partnered with, you know, these are social equity applicants that we Mm -hmm. as an organization have partnered with to develop personally and professionally, um, and then to ensure that they have a, you know, a a machine behind them to run a competitive business in the largest market, um, in one of the most competitive markets, Mm -hmm. um, and the, And then to take that model and recreate it across the country um it's really been you know m c b a for me leading that organization was like you know an m b a if you will in in the the marriage of industry and advocacy uh in a meaningful way uh and so the the m c b a is 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 you know a great organization um I had to step away just because I knew that Fourth movement needed
0: <laughs> me, and so you'll
2: you'll you know if you were to ask me what I'm doing today, you
1: if you were to ask me you what I'm
2: doing today, I am focused on uh, expanding fourth movement to the northeast okay. uh, as yeah. well as the Midwest, where there are existing uh, social equity programs that need resources, uh, okay. and and we are the answer to social equity uh, as well as New York, where. You know, we have a, a, a budget and a governor who's committed to passing uh, legalization, yeah. right? But right. but yeah. also was held up last year because they couldn't get social equity right. And so it takes, yeah. you know, a, a strong group of advocates as well as, you know, committed industry um, participants to make, you know, this thing equitable. Uh, and, and if we're talking about, uh, social equity, we know that licensing and, and the real resources that are needed needed to be um, successful in this space, um, you know, it's, it, there's a real gap right now. And so I've got to find yeah. a way to not only um, in, individually leverage my myself and help fill that gap, but then also um, leverage my platform and, and those that I have access to to get more people involved and and you know into thoughtful, responsible uh, you know, cannabis
1: operations. I am I am very confident there's no doubt that you're gonna be successful in closing that gap and and um and I'm really looking forward to hearing ongoing more and more about what's happening and 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 maybe there's a way we could we could have there's also and I saw that you were switching gears a little bit here. You were uh, involved in a, a rock star panel at a conference just recently in D.C., and you guys were talking about talent and the talent gaps. Uh, in the. Is, how did you get involved in that, and, and uh, what did you see as your contribution to that, and how did it all tie in for you?
2: So the panel in D.C. is interesting because, you know, they legalized cannabis, um, adults can grow up to six plants in their home, you can yeah. give it to other adults, but there's no uh, legislation, there's no infrastructure for uh, regulated business and so there's there's this gap and so what's important is that the city of of BC the District of Columbia is uh, forward thinking as they, you know, work to figure out the federal piece, right, and, and and have budget autonomy so that they can have a regulated program, as they work on that, they're also trying to understand the needs of the community as it relates to being prepared for uh, working in the industry, uh, yeah. entrepreneurship. And so, uh, yes, D.C. understands that there's this crazy, some call it gray market, uh, yeah. There, uh, th- people that are enterprising <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and, and creative <laughs> have made a way, and I'm happy to see uh, DC thinking like, uh, 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 at least along the lines of a place like Humboldt County, where you know yeah. the the municipal government is offering up first and foremost amnesty in a way that's you know two way communication. Hey, what do you need from a regulated program uh, what can we how can we support you you know be be transparent with us and we will support you um so i was I was honored that, uh mostly because of the again the work I've done on the policy side because we know it starts there uh, yeah. but then of course, coupling that with uh the industry experience uh in a meaningful way so that we don't have, you know, an overregulated uh, or underregulated in some places environment that that isn't uh, creating the real opportunities and allowing for success
1: uh, business ownership. Absolutely, regulation is good, and and that is an area, and from a talent gap perspective, that you know um, we know a lot about here at Protus Global and. And uh, we're dealing with that with our cannabis clients and, and environments and regulation is good. So um, that is that is awesome. I want to give you and I really, really appreciate the time we spent together today. And but I want to give you an opportunity to, to give us as you, you leave this, you know, if we end the show here and our time together. What do you what what thought do you want to leave with the audience about? Uh, your mission, because who would have known that you know uh, a freshman in high school having a joint would lead to this? Really, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um,
2: you know that that's a, that's the a, that's a great point. You know, in a time where so many people talk about you know finding your passion and 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 your purpose and and leveraging that and monetizing that. You know, if you're really talking about leveraging that passion and purpose, right? Um, Think about how you can have the greatest impact. And it really is in, you know, working with other people to achieve a goal. There is no individual that's had, you know, significant success in this space. This space takes you know, a a village, a network, uh, a team, you know, on every level um, to to make things happen, whether you're talking about, you know, Republicans and Democrats having to agree on, you know, legislation, uh, whether you're talking about uh, you know, folks in a community having sure. to, you know, approve or, or 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 not approve cannabis in their community, or you know, the folks that you're going into business with, uh, yeah. and and really having to trust those those people and that they're gonna do who what they say and and that they are who they are. Um, there are just so many elements of that, and so you know, we've all had at this point. You know some experiences and 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 we've got some passion that if applied will move the ball down the field help us move the ball down the field uh in a much more uh expedient absolutely. way
1: absolutely and, and
2: it's, it's it's long overdue for us to work uh together on uh equitable cannabis uh legalization in this country
1: and you're doing it shanita you really are why don't you tell the audience what's the best way to follow you, social media, reach out to you, uh et cetera?
2: Yeah. Um, follow me on uh, Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh Budding Solutions, um, but also follow Fourth Movement. Uh, keep up with what we are doing in LA, what we are doing in Chicago. Uh And uh, like I said, we're headed to New York and uh, Detroit. And so I look forward to connecting with folks that are you know, interested in uh, building and rebuilding communities uh, that have experience in entrepreneurship and small business ownership, uh, as well as folks that are fighting the good fight as it's related to cannabis
1: advocacy. Thank, thank you so you. much for having me. Absolutely, thank you. and I'm sure we'll have you back and let's stay connected on this. Uh, This is very, very important as the uh, cannabis industry evolves, grows, and becomes more regulated. So thank you all for joining us here at Plant Profits. You can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all places where you enjoy your podcasts. Follow Protus Global People Solutions through our social network, including LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Finally, learn more about how we're building companies, how we're changing lives at ProtusGlobal.com. Protus Global is a people solution business, and we're at ProtusGlobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S, Global.com. Until next time, this is Vern Davis, your to plant profits. Cheers.